On today's show, the new duo, the boys are back. Nick Engstead from Lockdown Mavs. You got your boy Big Dave from Lockdown Bulls. We are in talking about all kinds of games that happened in the NBA. Dirk Nowitzki's jersey was retired. I was there in person. We'll tell you all about it. Lots of games on the schedule. And we got a new game. We're calling it Count It Up. We're going to count up all the things that we saw in the NBA tonight and tell you uh, how bad some teams were, how confident we are in certain things. A lot of stuff we'll get into. Nick Gang said Dave Watson on today's Locked On NBA. Let's go. You are Locked On NBA, your daily NBA podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Count it up. Count it up. Count it Welcome, you are locked on to the NBA. My name is Nick Engstead, host of the Locked On Mavericks podcast. And thanks for making Locked On NBA your first listen every single day. Remember, Locked On NBA is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can watch us right now. You can see my brand new Dirk jersey. I just got at Dirk's uh, jersey retirement. And you can see my friend, Big Dave Watson from Locked On Bulls. Thanks so much for uh, joining me. What you got for me, Dave Watson? I have nothing but love and admiration. That's it. That's what I got. Because Dirk Nowitzki retired. You know he's in my top five. Mm. I have nothing but love for the Diggler. That's mm. my guy. Take that with oh. you, Dave. Lots <laughs> of games on the schedule. Let's get right into it. Um, the Dallas Mavericks beat the Golden State Warriors on Dirk's jersey mm-hmm. retirement night. And for the Mavericks to schedule Dirk's jersey retirement on a day in January against the Golden yeah. State Warriors who when they scheduled this or at least when they announced that they scheduled it were the best team in the mm-hmm. NBA and were just dominating destroying everything let's let's do a little a little early preview counted up how ballsy was this move from the Dallas Mavericks to schedule this game on a scale of 1 to 10 <laughs> Oh, this is a nine, <laughs> a hard nine right here. Because honestly, it could have went the way of what happened when they did Paul Pierce's retirement. Mm. And LeBron said, oh, you think this is going to be nice? I'm about, this is about to sound like crickets in here, brother. So, hey, man, it could have been real bad. But, man, credit to the Mavs. They came out strong. Credit to the Warriors. Steph Curry scored five points in the first half. <laughs> He's just completely <laughs> yes. off the whole game. It just The, the Mavericks defense yeah. has been has stepped up uh, uh, as of late. They've held a lot of mm-hmm. opponents at under 100 points recently. The Mavericks held the Warriors just 82 points in this game. In this game, their lowest outing of the season. And the Warriors were healthy. The, the Mavericks were without Kristaps Porzingis, but they had everybody else. The Warriors were just without Klay Thompson, who's going to return soon. Um, so the Mavericks yeah. get this win. It's the biggest win of the season for them. But overshadowed it rightly so by Dirk Nowitzki his jersey gets retired for the Dallas Mavericks and I started thinking as I was there as I was seeing that the orchestra the you know the drum line the confetti the you know lasers the the montages the interviews the people that were there the guests you know all the players that showed up for him I started to think and Adam Silver came up to the the podium and he said I've been to a lot of jersey retirements and I've not seen many like this and yeah. it got me thinking, besides maybe like Michael Jordan for your team, the Bulls, is there a player out yes. there that matters more to a franchise than Dirk? And maybe even you could put Ooh. Dirk over Michael Jordan, right? It, it, that's, that's what it got me mm. thinking while watching Dirk's jersey, like rise into the rafters and seeing the, the lengths that the Mavs went for him. No, I mean, like when you think of the Mavericks, you immediately think of Dirk Nowitzki. That's it. That's just how it goes. He start and he finishes it. The statue, I can't wait to see that also. I can't wait to see yeah, a full size of that, some of that sitting out front of the stadium. And then just on top of that, how about we put more of your stuff on the court for all time and everybody to see? How about we put your silhouette there? How about we put your name there? 
How about we put that that uh, banner up in the stands? Wasn't that cool too? I had never seen anybody press a button and drop the curtain down and that raise up either. That was new for me as well. They went all out. There is a street named after Dirk right outside the stadium as well, Novitsky Way. Come on. It's, uh, yeah, they've done it all up. And Steve Nash was in a video tribute to him and he said, you know, they got the yeah. street, they got the silhouette, now the jersey retirement, they're doing all this. It's a little much, Dirk. It's a little, it's like, <laughs> which is hilarious because Dirk is just, the thing that stood out to me about Dirk over this, the last couple of days, thinking about Dirk and thinking about this jersey retirement coming up is just how humble of a person he is and just what an incredible True. human being Dirk was. There's many times covering the Mavs when I saw Dirk um, after a game, a game the Mavs either lost or it was a tough game or he's dealing with injury. He's, you know, late in, mm -hmm. er, late in his career because I covered the Mavs recently. And there's a fan that came like all the way from China or all the way from somewhere, mm. like all the way from a far state or something. And they just wanted to spend some time with Dirk and Dirk gave them the time of day. Right. And came out and surprised wow. them. There's this one guy I remember from the Philippines and they were, they were out in the, the, you know, the tunnel afterwards. And, you know, Mavs PR brings Dirk up to this guy and, and the guy just like Kevin from home alone style puts his hands up on his cheeks and just like mouth agape, just looking at Dirk this superhero of a human to him and Dirk just gave mm -hmm. him the time of day. And that's the, that's the kind of player in person Dirk was. And um, he never changed throughout his entire career. All the accolades you just mentioned, all the things that the Mavericks have given to Dirk, he never ever changed mm -hmm. as a human. And that's what really stands out about him. There was no player. Cause Dirk is in my, Dirk's my fifth favorite player of all time. Mm -hmm. There was no player. I was harder on than Dirk Nowitzki because I just knew how great he could be. And so when somebody would tell me, man, he scored 30, I'm like, he should have had 40. <laughs> oh, man, they won by six. They should have won by 12. Oh, he won MVP. They lost in the first round. Like, I didn't care. I, I knew what I wanted to see from him. Man, when he dropped that 50-point game in game what game four against Phoenix, I'm talking about I, I almost shed a tear. I was so <laughs> proud. I was so happy. And then he just continued to grow from there because he went through it the hard way. He didn't go through it, you know, like everybody else. Like, he'd lose a couple times, then teamed with someone. We got a nice team together, and then they went. No, Dirk took the, the dirt roads, you know what I'm saying, to that championship. And look at who he went through to get that championship. He went through a smorgasbord of greats, man. Talking Durant, Westbrook, Harden, Kobe, uh, Gasol. Brandon, we're in Aldridge, uh, uh, first round. Man, my goodness. The, the Heatles. He went through yeah. the Heatles, for goodness sake, man, to get that title that nobody thought he was going to win. And his team, it was like him and the Temptations. Like, it was amazing, dog. Like, he he just blew me away. I couldn't be happier for any other player, honestly. He deserves all of it. It was absolutely deserved. It was an incredible time. There was, like I said, there was lasers. There was confetti. There was, you know, montages. They did a whole, like, mini documentary about the 2011 finals. They had the 2011 finals mm -hmm. team mostly there with, uh, with Jason Kidd, Tyson Chandler, Sean Marion, J.J. Barea. They had the custodian, Brian Cardinal. They had Peja Stojakovic looking, yes. looking as suave as ever as Peja Stojakovic could. Uh, Dirk and yeah. Jason Kidd were obviously there. They just had a lot of guys mm -hmm. back. And what really one of the things that really stood out to me from this was just I was sitting up in the press box. I had my binoculars and I was just I was watching Luca watch Dirk's jersey retirement. Just thinking, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. what does this mean for a guy like this? That, that, that you know, he he grew up in a time when Dirk was was prominent and was, you know, there winning MVPs and things and a European player to do that was very rare for Dirk. And now it's not going to be for a guy like Luca, right? He, he sees that he has seen what's possible and can take that yeah. next step and has the talent to take the Mavs there. And, and hopefully he does take the Mavs there and hopefully he does want to follow in Dirk's footsteps and try to, you know, make an impact on this franchise. So 
Uh, that's the future. Yeah. We I saw them hug afterwards, and I I yeah. I'm not the greatest lip reader, but I did see Dirk point up into the rafters after when he was hugged. Yeah. He was hugging <laughs> Luca, and so it just it just maybe shed a tear a little bit. But there's just so many things. I mean, we talked about it a lot on Lockdown yeah. Mavs. We did you know our whole show about mm-hmm. it today, so you can go listen to that if you want to hear more about that. But Dirk Nowitzki, absolutely deserving of everything that that happened to him, and uh, an incredible win yeah. for the Mavericks against the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, and even and even to your point, you talked about Jordan. Uh, I can't remember who who said this while they were up at the podium. They were like, when when guys overseas thought about, you know, great basketball yep. players, they thought of Michael Jordan. They wanted to be like Mike. After Dirk, now everybody just wants to be like Dirk. He's the one that they're looking at. He's the one they're trying to emulate and be up to, man. And it couldn't be a better person. I think that's what makes this all so much better, right? Because right. it couldn't be a better human being for this who took it, who just does it differently. Walking around in flip-flops, had a weird trainer, you the know, plate, doing they got the him doing plate. hand sands. The dinner plates. <laughs> My man showed up with dinner plates with leftovers, son. Come on, man. I love this dude. That was incredible. And yo, <laughs> so you got that. And then, I mean, even when he won the finals, just just how he goes to the back because he didn't want everybody to see him just break down like that. I mean, it was just amazing, man. Like he just took the whole long, hard road and got he's his championship is like one of those championships where it's worth like three. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. Like him doing that, it's worth that many because you know how much it means to the Dallas. You know, I know how much it means to you guys, man. But the fact that he went that road to take it, it means just that much. Yeah, count it up. Scale one to ten. That's a ten championship right there, right? That's a ten. Oh, that's a ten. Uh, that's a 10. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, you mentioned that Dirk jumping over the scores table during that 2011 finals. They were showing that footage again. We ran back a interview we had with the director of Mavs, you know, PR, who was there with him in the locker room. It was one of the like. There's only two or three people in the entire world that were there with with Dirk in the locker room after that moment. And we ran back that story a couple days ago on Lockdown Mavs. So you can go check that out if you want to go. Mm. Listen to that, but uh, one a couple more things on this game is that the Mavericks end up taking this game. They played some incredible defense. Luca, twenty six yeah. points, eight assists, seven boards. Someone told me that adds up to forty one. I don't know if you believe in numerology. I don't know if you were into all the twenty four eight stuff with with Kobe and all that, but uh, yeah, incredible night. The Mavs defense really is showing up with with Maxi, Reggie Bullock, and uh, and Dorian Finney Smith becoming just a trio that can defend really well for this team. Um, Jalen Brunson, yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr. coming up with some big shots. This Mavericks team's yes. moving forward. Porzingis hopefully will come back, and Jason Kidd's got this team playing in uh, better than I expected. I think I'll just mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. But coming up, we got <laughs> so many more games on the docket we have to get through. Uh, Lance Stevenson. Lance to make him day Went off <laughs> in a way that we have to talk about. Kyrie Irving returned for the Brooklyn Nets and a lot more games. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Shopify. Shopify is a way for you to help your small business get big. That's what we all want to do, right? We want to take our small podcast and make it big. You want to take your small business and make it big. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibilities. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integration and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. I'm like... Uh, addicted to tiktok right now it's it's really bad and it's oh. it's affecting my 
Uh, it's, it's affecting my everyday life. You can, to go you can, yeah, also that too. Everyday life, including that. Um, you can, you can reach people like, like me as well. Go to shopify.com slash lockdown NBA. That's all lowercase for a 14 free, uh, 14 day free trial to get full access of Shopify's entire suite of features. 14 days is a long time to be able to check out something and all the features grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash lockdown NBA shopify.com slash lockdown NBA. All right, Big Dave, let's dive into the rest of the slate. we got 11 games on the docket. We've only talked about one of them, so we we got to make up up some time here, my friend. Uh, The Brooklyn Nets go into Indiana and beat the Pacers. Kyrie's debut for the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets caved, and now Kyrie Irving is back playing for the Nets halftime, Mm -hmm. so he got to play in Indiana. But he was overshadowed, at least for the first quarter, first half, by Lance Stevenson, who went off for 20 points in – not just the first quarter, the first, like it went off for 20 points in six minutes. He scored 20 yes. straight points An incredible. Straight. He had joined the team three days ago. And by the way, this is not yeah. after having covered Rick Carlisle for a long time. This is not a player. I, don't, I think Rick Carlisle would, would enjoy coaching, uh, but he had an incredible <laughs> night. He did, man. I, I, when we did this show talking to Tony, who does locked on Pacers, I was telling him he was my favorite player that was back in the league. Mm. I didn't even know he was back with Indiana until the, before the last game. I was like, wait, what? It wasn't until three was days like, ago. Yeah. It just happened. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe it. I was so excited for him. He said he couldn't even sleep before this game. He said I was just like a little kid. He couldn't wait to get to this game and play. You saw him high-fiving fans out here, <laughs> man. He loved it. Dude, he was he was awesome. I, he had ended up with 30 points, man. I, I couldn't be happier for Lance Stevenson. He's where he belongs. It was an incredible just moment where you're, you're just like, I, I can't – this was a moment in, in NBA – not history, but like it was just a, um, an NBA moment where you just don't get this <laughs> – History. You don't, get, you don't get it anywhere else, right? It's just like this is yeah. an NBA moment where you're like, this yeah. – a guy signs three days – he enters the game with six minutes and 23 seconds. I went back and, and, and watched it and saw the crowd did give him a standing ovation when he entered the game, right? In the first quarter, Crazy. gave him a standing ovation. He gets the ball a minute and a half later. So, like, he didn't even score in the first minute he was in. He gets the ball. The crowd cheers again. It's like, you know when there's energy, when somebody gets the ball, when someone's just wait, like, everyone's just waiting for yeah. that one guy to get the ball. They touch it. Like, someone's mm-hmm. about to hit 50, and, like, they get the ball, and you hear the, the crowd mm-hmm. roar. It was like that, but he had not done mm-hmm. anything yet. He gets the ball. He hits a three. The crowd is just going nuts. This Pacers crowd – we talked a lot to Tony East, you and I. This Pacers crowd is mm. starved for anything. Right? Like just anything, man. Hey. He hits a three. <laughs> he comes back. He hits a two-point jumper. Another two-point jumper. He drives on the Marcus yeah. Aldridge and scores. He misses a step-back yeah. three. He then oh. pulls up and hits a three. He drives into the lane. He hits a step-back three with LaMarcus Aldridge's hand in his face in the corner. Who hits step-back threes I- in the corner besides Lance Stevenson? And then with zero minutes left on the buzzer, he hits a three step back and to score 20 points in the, like in five minutes, basically in the first quarter, an incredible outing from a guy that had just signed. Uh, It was, it was wild. Yeah. Is it sustainable? It was great. Maybe no, come on, but his history. Again. I'm saying maybe no, I'm, let me finish. I was saying, but his history is telling me no. That's all I was about yeah. to say. His history says it will not history be sustainable. Is in but, your ear saying, yeah. <laughs> We've seen this story happen before. Well done. Well done, sir. Well done. Uh, Kyrie Irving returns for the Brooklyn Nets. They score 129 points. They're back on track. This team is, I mean, this team is going to round back into form. They have Kyrie. They have Kevin Durant, James Harden. By the way, Lance was guarding 
Kevin Durant during that whole stretch too. He was straight up he was. guarding him. Uh, but yeah, this yeah. team, Who had this team has just opened up a completely different portal of offense. I think at this point, it's like you know Avengers, oh. where Doctor Strange opens up a whole new. Oh. He's got the swing oh. ring and opens oh. up this whole new thing with Kyrie because it just opens up so many things. You got one more guy that's just so competent with the ball; he can do anything. Pass, yeah. dribble, sh- I mean, all that. I mean, you saw it happen in the third quarter because actually the Pacers were killing them. You know what I mean? If you look at those numbers in yeah. the first half, I think they were shooting 60% from the field, 50% from three. They were they were incredible. And I think the Nets were shooting like 22%. They got in the third quarter, and they were up 19 on the Nets. Since then, from that time on, when they were up 19, they outscored them 67 to 38. <laughs> it doesn't matter to this like, team. No leads insane, matter to this, this Nets team, right? Like the Nets shot <laughs> yeah. five of 21 from three doesn't matter right like they can overcome so many things with those three guys yeah 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 you can overcome any deficiency and you see what it is with Kyrie Irving man like you just saw it you saw it click for him especially in that second half he found his footing he was like oh okay I'm better than everybody out here oh yeah okay I got it now guys I got it oh please he wasn't passing like just give me my one-on-ones I'll do it like that and they just absolutely dominated and and Bimbry too I thought he played well for them as well I thought Bimbry played well for them too but it was all about Kyrie Irving though and his return and he looked like Kyrie Irving, man. Yeah, and so we'll see, we'll see. I mean, how this team matches up against some of the top in the East. We're gonna have to wait until we see a little bit more from uh, the rest of this squad, I guess, and as they they play and yeah. how many away games they have to play or how many away games yeah. they get to play, basically. Um, and that's what's going to be interesting because I, I talked about this uh, before uh, with Wes when we did this. I said I don't know if it if it's good for them to get the number one seed or anything because I'm thinking about the playoffs yeah. with Kyrie Irving. Like, if they have a game seven, <laughs> like, and they got to be at home, well, Kyrie's not playing. Like, it's going to be a struggle. The for thing them, is, right? like, a game seven for them is going to be, what, in May? Like, we're on we're on wave, like, what, four of the coronavirus right now? We may be on wave, like, 17 <laughs> yes. by then. It's, it's, right, who knows exactly. what the world is going to be like at that point, so. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, there you go. The I'm looking forward to seeing it with you. Brooklyn Nets get the win. The San Antonio Spurs beat the Boston Celtics 99-97. to This one came down to the wire. Two minutes left. Tatum gets stripped by Derek White. Shot clock violation for the Celtics again. This Celtics team, John Krause keeps talking over and over again how the fourth quarter just continues to undermine them. Um, yeah. Jalen Brown comes back the other way, gets called for an offensive foul. That gets challenged by them. They do, It's an unsuccessful challenge. DeJounte Murray for the Spurs. He may be, he may be for real. He hit a tough shot against um, the Celtics late. Dennis Schroeder comes back and drives and hits. Um, come back and forth. And like this, this team, this, this Celtics team gave this game away. It felt like because they had a shot. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Brown got a steal off an inbounds pass, misses a reverse layup right at the cup. And basically just, he, he his quote was he smoked it. <laughs> he yeah. smoked it is, is basically what came down to it. There's one thing That's in it. this. We're going to all talk about Jalen Brown and what the Celtics team, you know, lacks in all this, but um, the Spurs couldn't get the inbound pass. That was the weird thing to me in this final moments where there's five seconds left. The Spurs had to take a timeout because Derek white was trying to inbound the ball and he couldn't, he right. couldn't find anybody. He couldn't inbound it to anybody. They call a timeout and then they bring back uh, Landale. <laughs> they bring back this guy Landale as the inbounder, Jock Landale, who only played like, 12 mm-hmm. minutes in this game and he was the inbounder it was it was very strange to me that they switched guys like that because then lando threw through the uh the turnover to jalen brown he misses the layup mm-hmm. um but yeah it was it was a weird ending and the spurs ended up coming up big yeah. because Dejounte murray is uh he's doing big things this i believe what he was one rebound away from a triple double Dejounte murray but dude that inbound pass was so weird 
Because if you watch it, it just looked like he threw it, just said, oh, you know what? Here, Jalen, I'd rather well, throw it to you than take a five-second violation. Well, they didn't have any timeouts left because Derek White had to take the timeout before, so he was so worried about that, you know, that five-second call, you know, from the out-of-bounds. Throw it, Tom. You'll just say, here you just go. At least you know, throw it throw it straight, it like at that point, wouldn't you just throw yeah. it straight up in the air? Like if you're, That's what, exactly what I would do. <laughs> exactly. Maybe. I've watched too many comedy movies that says this will work. <laughs> just throws it up in the air. If something good will happen. The three Stooges raised me, uh, baby. That, that by happen. the way, one of my favorite things about this game is the Celtics broadcast was uh, Chris Mannix and, uh, and somebody else, and they couldn't pronounce Jakob Pertl's name the whole game. It was, it was Poetl. It was Poetl. It was like all kinds of different things. Sometimes they said Pertl, but then they went back to Poetl. Uh, uh, I thought that was funny. Dude. Shout out to Boston. The Spurs, man. This Spurs team is not as, as bad as a lot of people expected this Spurs team to be. Um what are they right now? They're 15 and 22. They've been winning some games as a late right. five and five in their last 10. They're 10. They're now in the play in game uh, right now. If the mm. season ended today. Mm. Spurs are always like this, man. Like every time I look up, I'm like, the Spurs are going to be a problem. They're going to be a team to contend with. Even if it's just a play in game, they're just like a Nats. You know, they're always nagging at you. They're always hanging around and you can't name me three players on their team. Like nobody <laughs> can name who's on their team, man. Like you don't know who's out there. You can be like, yes, that's you, Ulysses S. Grant out there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. It's, it's him. You know, you don't know. You have no idea, man. But they do it every single year, man. That's definitely a credit to Portal is out there. Poidle, portal, portal. <laughs> Yaka Pertle per- is out there. Poodle? That's the way they kept saying it. Awesome. <laughs> right, let's do, let's right. do one more game. Uh, Houston Rockets beat the Washington Wizards 114 to 111. Kevin Porter Jr. has had maybe the weirdest oh. couple days stretch in. Uh, this is another yeah. one of these moments where it's like, this is the NBA, right? Where this guy gets yeah. like, he leaves in the first half of a game. He's suspended for the next game. And then he comes uh-huh. back, scores nine points, but three of them are a game winning, like step back fadeaway three point shot that he hits on an isolation. <laughs> Kevin Porter jr. Hits uh, just a, just a strange rockets win. Strange. And you know, it's fun. They came out hot because they came out and they were killing the wizards to start the game. You know, they went up big on them. So credit to the wizards for uh, coming on back and, and making them close. Cause you know, they're, a pretty solid basketball team. No, I'm giving them credit, no. man. My man Daniel Gafford out there. I'm giving him credit. That's my main Bradley man right Neal there. I should not lose to this, to this Houston Rockets team. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. But the Rockets been beating some good teams. The Rockets beat the Bulls. Like, and then they went on like a six-game winning streak. So I'm not gonna act like they're just complete trash out here, you know, even though that record does indicate <laughs> they might be a little bit of trash. But come on, they've beaten some teams. They've beaten some teams, all I'm saying. But that step back that Kevin Porter. He said, he said, I've been waiting for this moment <laughs> since the Lakers game. He said, I've been waiting for this moment since then, all right? Because remember that shot he had took against the Lakers and everything to win it? He missed it. He said, as soon as it left my hands, I knew it was good. He's like, and you, if you watch it, you can, you can tell. It was such a vicious move, man, and an ugly step back. And it's not like he had a great game. I mean, he had, what, nine points, like you said? Like, man, it's not like he was killing them out there. But my goodness, he made it look mean and vicious, man. So... I'm happy to him, man. That, that's a happy ending in the NBA right there after what and he And then Steven through. Silas comes out and hugs him. It was like, you know, this embrace. And then afterwards, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. says he loves John Lucas, who he got in the altercation with that made him get suspended. Yeah. And so, uh, it, like, if, if Disney is looking for more movies, like, they got, they have to fill more slots in Disney Plus. Like, maybe they maybe they pull the Kevin Porter Jr. <laughs> last five days story. Maybe. In a world. <laughs> <laughs> Where an undervalued basketball player turns out the biggest game of his You don't life. have it, kid. You don't have it, kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming up, let's get into the rest of these games in a new segment we're calling Count It Up. Count It. Count It Up. 
We are counting up our confidence meters. We're counting up a bunch of different things about the rest of these games in the NBA. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me count it up. BetOnline.ag. How much money can you win on BetOnline.ag? It's infinite. There's, I, don't, I don't know if they have caps on it. Go check out this weekend, Saturday, NFL games to bet on. There is games that matter oh. out there. Uh, let's see. The game that I'm really looking forward to is that Chargers and uh and raiders game right now chargers mm. away three-point favorite against the raiders that one is going to be fascinating that one basically mm. is a, a like a play-in game for the wild card yeah. in the nfl that's going to be the sunday night game so you can go bet on that one if you feel strongly about that one you can bet on uh the dallas cowboys or seven and a half point favorite at the eagles on saturday you have nba games you can bet on all the time on betonline.ag use that promo code locked on you get a 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit so you put 50 bucks in you get 25 bucks extra to put down and spend on betonline.ag betonline.ag where the game starts boom all right big dave let's get into our new game we're playing it's called count it up the toronto raptors beat the milwaukee bucks yeah. Count it up. Confidence meter. This Toronto Raptors team will finish the season in the uh, not in the play-in. Oh, my confidence is that they won't be in the play-in. Right now, they're seventh. They're 18 mm. and 17. They're back over 500. Siakam's starting to play like an all-star. Sean Woodley said he's playing the best basketball of his career. Sean Woodley locked on Raptors host who's watched his entire career, so he knows. Uh, <laughs> since, November se- since November 11th, Pascal Siakam, 21 points a game, nine boards, four and a half assists. He is just absolutely mm. on a tear right now. The Cavs, I'm not sure I'm a complete believer in the Cavs right now in six. They're, uh, I think, Fair. a game and a half difference right now. But what's your confidence meter that, that Toronto will finish in the in the play-in or not? Five. My confidence right, is that, right, is that right, 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 I'm right, right there in the middle, man. I'm right in the middle. Because they're such an interesting team. Like, they're very well coached, and they can definitely execute on the floor. And they definitely play defense, have length, have size. Scotty Barnes is, is vicious. Like, they are really good. It's just the consistency of that team. They're not very consistent. You know what I mean? Like one day they're going to be hot from the three-point line. Next day they can't throw it in the ocean. Like it's they're just not consistent. And I'm, I'm not sure. I'm just not sure about that team. There's no star, no real superstar on that team that you can lean on. Of course, you got Fred Van Fleet. You know, you got a guy, like you mentioned, Siakam like that. But there's no real superstar on this team to make, give me and make me say, you know what? Yeah, that they're going to be in that top six. So I'm going to get it out of five, though. Because it could happen. Yeah, this team is uh, this team. I feel like is is two years away from being like really, really good, and we're like, oh dang, we should two years. We should have okay. seen this coming. You know, if OG steps mm. up a little bit, if you got Scotty Barnes steps into his role, um, yeah, they just got so many young, interesting players. That that to me is what, is yeah. what I see. Uh, okay. They would wouldn't they love a veteran presence to come in and be like a point guard that was maybe from Slovenia and and play for them? Maybe they should just <laughs> send that guy to Dallas instead if they're just not going to use him. No, he's just working. <laughs> he's throwing everybody out. That man's just working, boy. I like it. All right, man. count it up. Count, <laughs> count on a, Dal- a Dragic going into the Dallas Mavericks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Toronto gets that win. Milwaukee didn't have Giannis. They didn't have a lot of players, um, but they still come over the win. Uh, uh, here, here's another one. The Bucks right. release Demarcus Cousins. They have no bigs. They have Bobby Portis, and they have wow. the guy who's, whose name I'm really bad at pronouncing. Like the, this team does not have any bigs at all. Brooke Lopez is going to be out for the season with that back surgery. Yeah. Uh, what are what are the the Bucks doing with this? Count it up. How many roster spots do the Bucks need? Oh, two. They need two because they're, <laughs> they're going to make a two for one trade. 
Exactly. They're going to make a two-for-one trade. They're going to do it like that. That's actually surprising, though, to me, that they would release uh, DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, I thought he was a solid fit for them. I didn't see him as a bad fit. I thought he was playing all right. I, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And it's weird that you're saying, because literally today I just said, you know what? I haven't heard anything out of DeMarcus Cousins. That's a good thing. So everything's kind of working out for him well in Milwaukee. I guess not. <laughs> I guess they did not like what was going on. He had 15 on. and 10 and three steals with two made threes yeah. in this game. And then he goes to the locker room and they're like, hey, guess what? You're gone. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's very strange. What happened? Yeah, something happened. Like that. that's just not the norm. Like some, something definitely they happened. They got something working, know. you know, transaction wise or something happened with DeMarcus that we just don't know. That was, yeah, that was yeah. really weird. I'm going, I'm going with that. Just based off history, I'm going with that. That's what I'm rolling with, man. But I like DeMarcus Cousins, though, man. I hope he ends up with another The team. Philadelphia 76ers beat the Orlando Magic 116 to 106. You had uh, mm-hmm. Joel Embiid going off for 31 in this game. You had uh, Korkmaz, Curry, and Tobias Harris all with 20 points each. You had Andre Drummond and Joel Embiid playing together at times in this game, which was just an Crazy. odd thing for Doc Rivers to do. Doc Rivers is back. But the thing that I want to count up, how impressive is Danny Green's Tony Snell game? 24 minutes played, two shot attempts, both of them threes, zero points, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks, zero turnovers, one foul in 24 Mm. minutes. How impressive. Scale of one to 10. Count it up. On a Tony Snell scale, I'm going to give it a hard eight. I'm going to give it a hard eight because Tony Snell was hard to – Tony Snell was just out there jogging. All right, so he was just getting cardio. cardio (laughs) He was like, yeah, I just need to get some cardio right here. He actually took shots and he had a foul. So that let me know he was a tad bit engaged in there. You know, he tried his best. But to only have two shots, though, in in, in basically, what, 24 minutes, uh, that's not good. I mean, yeah, I'm giving him a hard eight, though, man, especially because it's Danny Green is also – like Tony Snell, you're like, okay, he had a bad game. Danny Green – you expect him to hit a couple threes at least, right? <laughs> you expect him to do something, get a steal. It's Danny Green. Get a steal or something, man. Yeah, that's a hard eight, baby. That's a hard eight for Danny Green. My goodness. Oh. Do you think you can put up as Tony Snell if you went out there? I'm not sure you can get 24 minutes out of me in the shape that I'm currently in. but. Oh, man, I got a hard six fouls for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't even get that. Hard they only got one foul out of Danny Green, too. Yeah, see, see you know, you're getting all six of mine in two minutes. You're going to get all six of them fouls. And they're going to be all worth Cole it. Anthony, 26 <laughs> points, five assists, seven boards in this game. He continues to uh, mm. to be the player that they drafted, that they hoped that they w- were going to get for yeah. Atlanta Magic. Magic Absolutely. missing a lot of guys. Um, next mm. game, the uh, OKC Thunder get beat by the Minnesota Timberwolves. This one's easy. It counted up. I saw in this game Patrick Beverly. You know Patrick <laughs> Beverly, right? He's not Steph Curry. He's, he's not the Jack, offensive Jack. juggernaut that we know as like, he's not James Harden. He's not one of these... Throw up a three mm. and not look at it go in. He mm. threw up the three and he turns around and he's he's over here like trying to he's like running back on defense because that's what he does best. Yeah. Yes. Count it up. How confident are you if Patrick Beverly throws up a three and turns around that it's gonna that it's gonna go in? Because <laughs> to me, I'm at a, I'm at a two. <laughs> I'm at a nine. You're confident it's gonna go <laughs> I'm in. at a nine. You're damn right. You're I'm trusting Patrick in. Beverly that if he turns around, he yes. knows it's going in. Because when has Patrick Beverly ever done that? That's my point. Ooh, when has Patrick Beverly ever just said, I am gonna turn around and run back down and get on defense after I shot this? No. If he does that, that's letting you know that you might want to put some money on this because this is going right into the bucket. <laughs> you all don't right. Think he would swing he, he a four. No, he, no, no, he wouldn't put his hand right like that. No. 
No, none of his career says that. That dude used to be a scorer before he got to the NBA. He used to be a straight-up scorer like that, man. But, man, yeah, if he's doing that just to get back on defense, that should tell you something, kids. Put your money on that. Bet the house. That joint's going in. (laughs) Minnesota gets the win, goes into Lockdown Wolves. Do you want to hear more about that team? (laughs) <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks get a win over Sacramento with like no one. <laughs> they barely had it. Right. No, no Trey Young. He was a late scratch with an injury. No John Collins. No uh, DeAndre Hunter still out. No uh, Bogdanovich. He was out. Reddish was questionable, but he ended up playing in this game. Um, they got a good game from Kevin Herter. 25 points, 11 boards, five assists in mm-hmm. this one. He was, a, a, and then a bunch of other players had double figures. The Kings, the Kangs. Mm-hmm are basically Kings. in full strength right now, right? They, they have their Halliburton, Fox, Barnes, Bagley, uh, Buddy Heal, Davion Mitchell. Like, they have all their guys. Mm-hmm. And they they lose this really undermanded Hawks team. It's not the first time that they've lost to an undermanned, undermanned team right here. Um, yeah. Count it up. How many Kings players are getting traded before the trade deadline in five weeks? I'm going to say three. Mm. I think three players would be traded on that team. Uh, Bagley... I'll say Bagley, I'll say Tristan Thompson, and I'll say uh, Harrison Barnes. I say those three. Tristan Thompson will getting be traded. traded more than one way. <laughs> hey, I'm not touching it. I'm not going there with you. I'm not going there with you. Mm-mm, Nick, not going there with you, man. Not going- Tristan Thompson got to trade his publicist. That's what Tristan Thompson's going to do. Why are you on Instagram like his publicist? I can hear that phone call right now. Why are you on Instagram? What are you doing? Put the phone down. Put the phone down, Tristan. Put it down. Yeah. To me, Bagley and Buddy are like the two we've just been waiting on, right? Those are the two for me. I, I'd count yeah. it up and say two. I think those two guys get traded at, mm. at some point. It feels like we've just been Buddy Hill's name always mentioned in the trade. I know. He's like the the he's like the Aaron Gordon, it seems like now. He's like he's like the <laughs> new guy that always gets thrown into trade rumors. <laughs> Oh, man, it should be interesting, man. Like, yeah, I, and it's funny because I told you I really like watching the Kings, or as me and my friend John Sabine call them, the Kongs. Well, I really like watching them, Oh, you man. went different, They're my vowel. favorite team to look at. Yes, yes, you go with the Kong, the Kong, the Kong, Kong, Kongs. That's how we <laughs> roll, baby. So I like them so much because I love De'Aaron Fox. He's always been one of my favorite uh, point guards. And I love Davion Mitchell, man. I like yeah, that kid, man. Way. I like what he brings there, man. Oh, it's nasty, man. And, and Halliburton as well. And – but they got a log jam going on at that position at point guard, man. And I think Halliburton is going to be the one that they go with uh, in the future. He's going to be the one for that, man. But yeah, that's just fun to watch because one day they'll be great. And then the next day they'll lose this game like they did tonight. It's so Matt strange. George would like to know if you want to do Lockdown Kings. <laughs> oh, I already told Matt. <laughs> Hit me up. Y'all, he already know how I feel. I love them cones, baby. Right, we'll, make, we'll make it happen. I'll send you the, I'll send you the transfer papers. You and Tristan Thompson. <laughs> transfer it over there. <laughs> Put the phone down. Just put it down, man. Nothing good will come from that. Nothing. Just don't do it, Tristan. The Miami Heat in the most heat culture win ever, maybe in their history oh of the franchise, God. win 115 to 109 against the Portland Trailblazers. Trailblazers were without uh, CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard in this one. Um, yes. The Heat were without Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, uh, Dwayne Dedman, uh, Duncan Robinson was was questionable. Gabe Vincent was was uh, did not play in this one. And... Uh, Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, and Nurkic from the Blazer side were all ejected in this game. And the the, yep. the Heat still end up with a win. They get 25 points yep. from Max Struess in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh scale of <laughs> scale of one to ten. How much of a heat culture win is this? Oh man, this is a nine. 
like everything about that. You got the ejections going on. And the main thing that makes it a heat culture win, your leading score was Max Struess. <laughs> That's your main thing right there. Shout out to Paul University, my man Max Struess. Seven threes, all right? And he led the team in scoring and carried you to a victory. It's so weird. They had who is this dude guy that's running around? Oh, guy. He was the Kings. He was on the Kongs. You should know him. He was on the Kongs. Look, <laughs> Kyle guys out here, and he's actually having a solid. Every time I see him play, he's making a play for them. I don't know what it is about the Heat. They just go get these people and they go get these guys who everybody just says no. We're finished with them. Then they go to Miami. They get a taste of that culture. <laughs> and my God, man, it just turned everything around, man. But this is definitely a nine for me as far as the Heat culture. Omer Yurtsevin. 14 points, 16 boards starting against Nurkic. I mean, it's just what. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. I know know I'm the Dallas guy and I'm supposed to hate the heat and everything they do and not believe in the culture, but I don't know. A win Uh, like this, you're like, okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Everybody. On the other side, though, how many trash cans counted up? How many trash cans is this Blazers team? Because, man. I feel bad every time oh. I listen to uh, every time I listen to Ma- Mike Richmond because he just sounds real sad over there. <laughs> oh hey, man! Well, here's, here's a virtual hug for you, boy. I apologize, man. I know that's tough, brother. Uh, but how many trash cans on one to ten? That's that's a that's a hard six, mm. uh, right there, man. That's a tough six for them, man. Because I mean, I can't give him more than that. I mean, because you still got Damian Lillard. You know, who's even though he's been going to be out for the next three games and everything, yeah. but you still got him. You know, you still got McCollum. You know, um, um, who's the guy? Like uh, Simmons. Everything uh, you, you Simons, Simons, man. Simons. Simons is really, really nice. Like they got really good pieces, man. Good and I really. love and Larry Nance Jr. as well, man. And Norman Powell. I like the trade when they got him from uh Toronto. I thought I was gonna see bigger things from him as well, man. But he still puts up points and he scores. And you look up and they're like, wait, they're losing? Because I mean, look at this. They have what one, two, three, four, five, six players in double figures. You're like, oh, man, that sounds great. And then you look at the other score, and you're like, nope, this is the Max Troops game. <laughs> you're not going to be able to contain him. You're like, come on, this is crazy, man. Yeah, uh, so there you go. Miami continues to go in one direction. Portland goes in another direction. There we go. Count it up. That's what happened. All right, last one. Oh. Utah Jazz versus the Denver Nuggets. The Utah Jazz coming into this um, game. Uh, Gobert, Mitchell, O'Neal, Boyan, Clarkson were all questionable going into this game. I think they split on that one. I think half of them played, half of them didn't. Yeah, right. Ingles was out because right. health and safety protocols. Gobert did not play in this game, uh, but they did get O'Neal, Bogdanovich, uh, Mitchell, Rudy Gay, and Clarkson all played in this one. Uh, Bogdanovich mm-hmm. went off 36 points, 13 boards in this one, only hit one three, which is just wild. He had 11 wow. free throws in this one. The Denver Nuggets get a massive game from, from Jokic 26 points, 21 boards. Uh, our no dunks friends would call that big beef right there. He's getting some beef on the boards, 11 assists. So he gets the triple double only five turnovers in this one. Uh, but man, like I, this, this season for the nuggets is just so Breed. brutal for this team. They're without Murray. Yeah. They're without uh, Michael Porter jr. They're just, it feels like they're missing mm-hmm. guys left and right. And how many, how many points does Jokic have to score counted up for them to win games like this? Oh, he's going to have to drop 40, drop 40 piece, man. Like, it's just what it's going to have to be like. And he's got to, he's got to accept the fact that it's going to have to be that he's got to give up some of those assists. He's got to give up some of those rebounds. He's going to have to drop 40 something for them to have that chance and win to win these games. I'm talking not not to compete because he can do all this and have a nice stat line and compete. But I'm winning. He's going to have to be MVP and drop 40. Is it weird that this nugget season feels like the kobe season when he had like Kwame brown and chris mim starting next to him and he had to oh, go for 35 goodness. every game yeah and he did what he averaged like he averaged that <laughs> like for the season right? he averaged like, 35 that's 
they had he had Smush Parker in the front court with him, right? Back court, dude. But I'm saying, like, it reminds me, like, because I was thinking of Jordan the whole time I was saying this. Like, I remember Mike when he would score like 48 and they would win, like, because he had to, because he had like Granville Waiters next to him. Yes, that's a real basketball player. Granville Waiters is a real name. Like, he had that next to him, man. Like, it was really, really tough. And but you got to do that if you the man. If you the man, you got to put the ball in the bucket at a very high clip, bro. It's just what it is. I can't believe I, I dropped Chris Mim and you somehow dropped a more obscure player in that breakdown of that game. We just done. <laughs> I got a lot more, too. We got a lot more shows uh, to go. I got a lot more uh, obscure ball players. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Looking forward to doing more shows with, with Dave Watson. We're the new duo coming at you on Thursdays every single day, breaking down the NBA games. There you go. That's Counted Up. That's Locked on NBA. Thanks for making us your first listen every single day. Now, go make either Locked on Mavs or Bulls your second listen or you can go listen to locked on bets your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs locked on bets hosted by your boy q and lee sterling giving you expert analysis and insight from uh from every single game every aspect of of sports go check it out it's available and free on all platforms thanks so much for listening to locked on nba boom